Welcome to the theatre of your mind. Please leave all anxieties and troubles behind and prepare yourself for the illumination of your imagination with more Tall Tales and Short Yarns. Created by Timothy Carroll and Eric Camilleri. Strictly for the Birds It is sometimes said that true inspiration comes from adversity. This was very much the case for Fiona Longhorn. Fiona was a talented artist who sketched and painted some extremely beautiful interpretations of the colourful local flora and fauna. Her adversity had arrived in the form of 128 large, noisy black crows. Interestingly enough, the collective noun for a collection of these inquisitive birds is a murder of crows. Fiona lived in a pristine bushland setting on the outskirts of the tranquil town of Mullumbimby. Magnificent eucalyptus trees, spectacular wildflowers and other forms of natural wonder surrounded Fiona's old and slightly run-down, but nevertheless warm and cosy, little weatherboard cottage. Fiona delighted in the brightly coloured rainbow lorikeets that lived and nested in the two very tall gum trees that sat in her front yard, just outside from her large floor-to-ceiling double glass window. Fiona would often sit there for hours in her comfy old recliner, staring out at the colourful birds that decorated the trees, gaining wondrous inspiration for her artistic paintings. This had at least been the case prior to the arrival of the crows. About three months ago, in a noisy cacophony of calamitous cause, the large blackbirds had flown in and attacked the little lorikeets, driving them away from the magnificent eucalypts. The murder of crows had now claimed the two trees as their own. Fiona was terribly upset, not only on behalf of the lorikeets, but also because of the loss of the bright and beautiful colours which had served to inspire her art. Now when she sat in her comfortable recliner, instead of looking out at the wonderful spectacle of red and blue and yellow and green, she was instead confronted by the seemingly depressing curtain of black feathers which covered and draped the branches of the trees. In both exasperation and desperation, Fiona had called upon Kenny O'Keefe, a local ornithologist and a friend of hers from the university who was an expert in all matters pertaining to the local bird life. Kenny had sadly explained to her some chilling facts. The crows, now having nested in the eucalyptus trees, would be staying on for at least the duration of the next few mating seasons. Kenny had also explained that by the sounds of things, Fiona's colony, or murder of crows, sounded as though they were predominantly males, who were larger and a more aggressive bird than their female counterparts. Fiona was completely disheartened. This resulted in the loss of any inclination for Fiona to return to her painting and other artistic expression. 
That was until this particular adversity was transformed into a most delightful and extremely peculiar form of inspiration. Through some friendly contacts at both the local pharmacy and the pet store, the owner had devised a most devious plan. For the last few weeks, Fiona had been very happily feeding the colony of crows. She had been feeding them a mixture of birdseed to which she had added some interesting blue powder. Fiona's friend from the local pharmacy had provided her with 138 Viagra tablets. Fiona had been busy grinding up the little blue tablets into a fine blue powder and she then mixed it throughout the birdseed. The curious and hungry crows had found this tasty treat very appealing and extremely delicious. Fiona had now once again regained her quirky inspiration. Now, when she sat back and relaxed in her old recliner chair and stared out from her large glass window, she was treated by a most spectacular and extraordinary sight. Instead of the drab, black, uninspiring curtain of black crow's feathers, there was now a most wondrous image of the two magnificent eucalyptus trees completely covered and decorated by the most outrageously bizarre and extraordinarily peculiar spectacle that one might ever have imagined. The curtain now must fall upon the theatre of your mind. But until we meet again, just promise to be kind. Thanks for listening to Tall Tales and Short Yarns.